You were listening to episode 468 of the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. How are your habits preventing you from raising a bilingual child, losing weight, or getting out of debt? What can you start doing today to change your habits and start getting the results that you want? In this episode, I give you seven tips that will help you create new habits that can change your life. Join me as I take author James Clear's principles for habit creation and show you how to apply them to bilingual parenting, losing weight, or getting out of debt. Yo, a Latina mom, bilingual parenting educator, and now author Jenny Perez, te invito as we take a closer look. Así que no te lo pierdas. This episode is brought to you by Mondly, the leading language learning app for families. Are you ready to embark on an exciting language learning journey with your child? Well, look no further than Mondly Languages. With Mondly, Victoria and I practice Bulgarian, Italian, and Spanish together, unlocking a world of opportunities. I love it because it's an additional tool that we use to keep language learning fun, and we've been using Mondly for months. The best part is that now I have an exclusive offer just for you, our listener. Get 95% off lifetime access to Mondly when you visit mondly.com forward slash offer forward slash mi legacy. That's mondly.com forward slash offer forward slash mi legacy. Or you can visit the show notes. Don't miss out on this great opportunity. Así que no te lo pierdas. Hola, hola, ¿cómo estás? I hope that you're doing well. I hope that life is treating you kind. Welcome to another episode of the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Perez, coming to you all the way from Jersey, Jersey. <laughs> ¿Cómo estás? If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in from whatever part of, well, whatever corner of the world you're tuning in from. We are in May. Can you believe that we're in May already? It's like crazy. Like this month is already like, before you know it, summer is around the corner. I cannot believe it. On today's show, I am going to give you seven tips on how to create better habits so that you can raise bilingual children or really so that you can do anything that you want to accomplish in life, whether it's losing weight like me, uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, whether it's getting out of debt, whether it's whatever it is that you want to do, these are key principles uh, to help you create habits, to help you achieve all of those things. But first, I got to share with you what's going on in our community. June 8th, I'm having the free masterclass, Four Steps to Raising a Bilingual Child with Confidence. That's totally free. Um, so you can sign up for that at calendly.com forward slash me legacy. Join me for, for one hour live session. This is live. This is not pre-recorded. It is me. You have me for an hour where you can ask me all the questions. And I try to motivate you and inspire you to walk away to take action to raise bilingual children. And if you are located in New Jersey in, in the county of Passaic or near Passaic or near New York City, you can join me at the Passaic County Book Fair. That is happening June 10th for an author meet and greet. I'm going to have my books. Nobody told me this about raising a bilingual child. Uh, you can connect with me. I'm going to be signing books and they're going to be over 50 authors. It's going to be a great event because they're going to have food. They're going to have uh, a story time for kids. They're going to even have story time for dogs. <laughs> so that's going to be a fun event. I hope it's not too hot because... Uh, I will melt. <laughs> Mentira, pero a mí me gusta, a mí me gusta el calorcito. Please be sure to join me. And that is free. That's totally free. A great Saturday afternoon with the kids and uh, a, a, an opportunity to hang out. So come, come see me, come meet me and tell me you heard me. You listened to me on the Latina Mom Legacy and I'll be so happy. I'll give you a high five. So I have to tell you. So when this episode airs, I will actually be on my way back from Florida 
So my mom is having her heart procedure and I'm going to be taking her to the hospital. So uh, if everything goes well, I should be on my way back when this podcast airs. So fingers crossed. Uh, The reason why I wanted to do today's episode on habits is because I recently went to the doctor and remember I told you that I like for the first like few months of the year, I wasn't feeling well. I was still doing the podcast, but I just really wasn't doing well. They ran a bunch of tests. They did all the blood work. They did everything. Um, they found nothing. Gracias a Dios, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, it's uh, definitely not in, was not in my head. I can tell you that. But uh, they all seemed to think that it was some sort of internal bacterial infection that I had that affected my intestines. And so that was that seemed to be like the cause of it. But because I haven't been going to the gym and I haven't been exercising like I normally do, I usually like to go to Zumba and to yoga. I haven't really been moving much for the past, almost for the past three months, I would say. I went to the doctor because they were doing like, you know, just checking like basically the last test. Actually, I have to go to the heart doctor. That's like the last, last test. But they checked like, you know, my blood work. And guess what? I have high cholesterol. I'm like, what? No, Joe. (laughs) So the doctor was like, "Uh, do you like butter? Do you like? And I'm thinking, no, it's not the butter. It's those darn tacos that I just like cannot get out of my system. I'm sorry, but... I heart tacos so much. And I'm like, don't take away my tacos. No. (laughs) So I realized that the reason why I gained weight and the reason why my cholesterol is up and I have like all these like vitamin deficiencies is because I changed my habits over the last three months. So my habit was to go to the gym three to four times a week, do Zumba, do yoga, and walk the dog. And now I'm just basically just walking the dog. And so my new habit has been to not go to the gym, to not um, take these classes. And the result is that my body is now obviously uh, taken the burden. So now I'm, I have to get, I have six weeks, uh, well, probably four weeks by the time this airs, I have six weeks to get in shape or get healthier. He wants he wants me to lose some weight and and to make sure more than anything to to have the numbers go down. Having bad habits or not having habits around the things that we want to accomplish is what prevents us from accomplishing those things. The majority of the programs to raise bilingual children, as long as you know what works for your child, 9 out of 10 times it's going to work. Same thing with the diets. If you cut your calories, if you do more exercise, I mean, most of the diets will work for most people. The thing is, are the habits that you have pertaining to eating, pertaining to raising bilingual children, pertaining to money, are those habits serving you or are they preventing you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish? That is the question. And I am here to give you seven tips on how you can take control of your habits so that you can raise a bilingual child, so that you can lose that weight, hello, me, uh, so that you can get out of debt. And you may have heard this before because this is something that I've practiced for many years. And even I fall off the wagon. So again, it's a reminder for me. So te invito. I hope that you like today's episode. And um. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Grab a pen and paper, okay? Ciao, ciao.
All of today's tips that I'm going to give you are based off of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. And I, I know I've mentioned this book many times because this is like my habit building Bible. And I'm really happy to share with you that if you want a free copy, a free audiobook copy of Atomic Habits, you can now do so when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash mi legacy and sign up for the free 30-day Audible trial, and you'll be able to get your free copy and listen to it for free. I promise you, it's going to change your life. He's a bestseller. He's a New York Times bestseller. This book is amazing, and the principles in the book are just amazing. I've read the book probably three or four times, and I feel like when I get like out of whack, I just like I reread it or I re-listen to it really. But it's a great book on habits. So today I'm going to walk you through some of the principles in the book that are going to help you raise bilingual children that you can apply to losing weight or that I'm going to be applying to losing weight, that you can apply to getting out of debt, any area of your life that you really want to accomplish something. So let's get to it. So the first tip that I'm going to give you, and it's something that he teaches, is to start small. So when it comes to language learning, break down language learning into small manageable habits. So for example, instead of committing to a long-term thing, like you're going to do this every single day, you're going to read to your child, that's a big commitment. Instead of that, just commit to say reading 10 minutes, two days a week. You start small. When you have three weeks of accomplishing that you've read to your child twice a week, increase it to maybe three days a week where you're reading to your child in Espanol three days a week. And maybe you increase that to four days a week or maybe you increase that to instead of 10 minutes, maybe now you're reading to your child three days a week for 20 minutes. Estás leyendo por 20 minutos. But the idea is to start small. And little by little, you can get there. The same thing can be said of working out, of eating differently, is starting small. So I have a thing, like, in terms of food, I love to eat. And I've mentioned this, like, I can work out anytime, but I love food. Like, food is, like, one of, it just brings me joy, right? So for me to, like, stop cold turkey eating the foods that I love, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really difficult for me to do that. So instead, what I am doing and what I hope to see, I hope to see results is to eat those things that I do love less frequently. So I could eat tacos every day. I mean, I can have my tortilla con huevos, con, no con chorizo, pero con queso. Like I can have my breakfast tacos. I can have tacos for lunch. I can have tacos for dinner. You name it, I'll put it in, in una tortilla and, and I'll eat it. I mean, that's, I, I, that's like my favorite meal, right? But okay, so instead of having tacos for breakfast and tacos for dinner, maybe I'll just have like a breakfast taco maybe once a week, right? Or maybe I'll have tacos like maybe that's a treat on the weekend right like it's not so regular I know the doctor said because of my cholesterol I have to cut out reduce the eggs because I love eggs I need protein in the morning I can't just like have a yogurt and go like to me like I'll be hungry in like 30 minutes like I need fuel so it's making those changes like today I had oatmeal with seeds and nuts again I need something that's gonna hold me because I can't just have like plain oatmeal but making those small changes make a big difference. Now ask me again in two weeks and I'll tell you how I'm doing. <laughs> but for now, it's been about a week. It's been about a week and I, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Again, I'm not depriving myself. I'm cutting out more. I don't eat a lot of sugar, to be honest. My main thing is I like to eat 
real food and I like to eat kind of a lot of it. So reducing the portions a little bit more or increasing like the vegetables and minimizing some of the carbs. Those are some of the steps that, I, that, that I'm taking to start small. Because again, I cannot like eliminate everything out of my diet. Me vuelvo loca. I just, I'll go insane. Breaking down those tasks into small manageable tasks, that's going to help you stay on track for the long term. So that's tip number one. The next tip is what he calls make it obvious. And in terms of language learning, this is to create a language rich environment in the home. So think about perhaps labeling objects. I know I had Christine Tacos Blandino. She was one of the Latina moms on Lego Masters. In her interview, she had mentioned that she labeled everything in Spanish for her husband. And that was a way that if they were going to raise their children bilingual, that was a way that they can, that she could engage him in the language. And for children, this is wonderful. So making it obvious also means leaving books in Espanol around. If they see the books, they're more likely to pick it up. Making it obvious means that if you're listening to music, that your go-to is música en español. If you're watching TV, that your go-to maybe watching something in Espanol. Again, making it obvious. For me, that making it obvious is, since my husband loves sweets, I'm not sweet. I'm not a big sweet person. Like, I don't like to eat a whole lot of sweets. But I don't really like fruit a whole lot either because of that reason, although I know fruit is good for you. So for me, instead of snacking on fruit, I like to snack on like tortilla chips. <laughs> Not the best snack, but that's like my go-to snack. Like I'll have some tortilla chips. Like that's the, I'll have some chips and salsa. Again, not always the healthiest. So now instead of buying chips, what I have been doing is I'm putting out more fruit. So I'm putting apples out. So if I see them, I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I should have a fruit, right? Again, making it obvious. When you make it obvious, it becomes easier to have those things. Tú lo tienes a la mano, ¿verdad? And it's the same thing, like if you're trying to get out of debt, making it obvious means like if you get like those especiales from the mail, right? Like Macy's is having a big sale. If you leave it out, you're likely going to be like, oh, I want to go to Macy's and get this, right? But nine out of 10 times, you don't need that, right? So making it obvious, making it less obvious, get that ad for Macy's, rip it up and throw it away because that way out of sight, out of mind. If it's not there, you're not going to be like enticed to go shopping, right? So again, making it obvious. That's tip two. Tip number three is to set a regular schedule. In terms of language, that means establishing consistent language learning routines. And for kids, routine doesn't matter what type of routine it is. Routine is key. Routine is so important for their well-being and for their mental well-being. This was something that my sister, 20 plus year childhood preschool educator, instilled in me with my daughter early on. She said, kids need a routine. They need to know what happened, what's coming next, and what's going to happen next, next. <laughs> so again, keeping that communication and keeping it consistent. Kids don't do well with change, which is why any change, again, you want to start any change with small habits. So setting a regular routine, routine is going to help everyone in the house to be consistent. So when it comes to language learning, for example, designate specific times for language practice. So here in the home over the past few weeks, you know, we've slacked a little bit. 
Over the past few weeks, we've been doing Mondly consistently every night after dinner, as long as she doesn't have hockey, every night after dinner for 20 minutes. We're practicing her Bulgarian because we're getting ready for, for her Bulgarian trip. And I'm also practicing with her so that I can like at least learn something, right? So every night for 20 minutes, we're doing. Reading has been a little bit more inconsistent again because I feel like she's lacking more in Bulgarian. The focus right now is in Bulgarian. But what I am doing is I am consciously, I'm speaking to her. Le estoy hablando más en español para que tengamos esa conversación en español. So reading, I would say our reading hasn't been as consistent as I want to be, but we have created better habits in terms of Bulgarian language learning. So again, setting a regular schedule is going to help. Maybe you do, again, starting small. Maybe it's just Mondays and Wednesdays that you sit down and read. Maybe it's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays after dinner, or maybe the bath time routine is in Espanol, or maybe dinner in itself every night, you're going to have dinner in Espanol con todos. Okay, so again, whatever you do, make sure to be consistent with that. The next tip is use habit stacking. And this is something that I love that I took from the book. And it's really to create like a couple habits and kind of put them together. So what does that mean? That means like, for example, if you wake up and you have breakfast, that you immediately have your vitamins with your breakfast, right? You're doing two things at the same time. It also means that you pair a habit that you're not likely to do with the habit that you know you already have. I know like years ago when I was on birth control, like TMI, I'm not, I'm not on birth control. I'm not having trying to have a baby either. When, long story. <laughs> but when I when I used to be on birth control, I had a really hard time remembering to take the pill, right? I got into the habit of taking the pill every morning when I brushed my teeth. Like I would just have un vaso de agua, like I would just have a bottle of water in the bathroom. I know it's weird, but I, that's the only way I could remember to take my birth control pill. And I did this for such a long time. So again, just pairing something that you normally don't pair with something that comes like automatic to you. For me, habit stacking also looks like I hate folding laundry. When I'm folding laundry, I'm doing one of two things. I'm either watching a show that I haven't watched because I really don't watch TV. So I'm either watching a show that I haven't seen in a long time or I'm on the phone with a friend. If I call you, odds are, you know that I'm folding the laundry. That's habit stacking. So in terms of language learning, it's pairing language learning with current daily routines. For example, you can incorporate language learning on the car ride. Every day you take your child to school, then immediately you associate car rides with Espanol. We're going to listen to música en español. Vamos, vamos a practicar el abecedario en español. This also helps your child associate certain things or certain routines with Spanish. It's also why we tend to prefer certain things in español. For example, I prefer to go to misa to listen to, to church and, and to go to church en español because I did it for so many years. It became a habit. Cuando hablo con Dios, yo hablo con Dios en español. No, not in English. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't understand me. <laughs> and the same can be said like when I curse. When I curse, like I don't curse. And I mean, sometimes I do, but cuando le quiero así mentarle la madre, <laughs> va a ser en español, no va a ser en inglés. <laughs> it's from a habit. You create these habits over the years. Using habit stacking is a great way to create new habits. Another way that you can create better habits is to track your progress. I know that I recently read that like reward charts are like bad for your children and bueno, cada quien, right? 
But I will say that when I was potty training my daughter, reward charts worked fantastically. They were una, marav una maravilla. Like that was how I got her to potty train. It was something that she looked forward to. The reward charts actually became one of my best-selling downloadable printable items on the website. And just FYI, they're like $2 or $3. If you're interested in bilingual potty training charts, reward charts, you can check those out at milegacy.com at the bilingual printables at the store or the shop. I'll provide a link just in case. But they were a great way to get her motivated to want to potty train. And that was a way to record her visual progress. Now, in terms of language learning, what I have on the website, and you're more than welcome to download it, I have a goals chart with a list of different activities that you can do. And that you just go on the website and a pop-up comes up and you can just put your name and you'll get immediate access to the printable. And it's a list of 25 activities that you can do. They're like different ideas for activities. And then I have boxes for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like a little checklist, like a little check mark. It's not only for them, but it's also for you as a visual reminder to practice Espanol, to continue con, con Espanol. I know that when I was working out more regularly, we have a family calendar and on the calendar, I would put a big red check mark or a happy face on the days that I went to the gym. And it was, again, a visual reminder for me that, oh, okay, I went this week, I went three days to, uh, to the gym. This month, I went like 10 times or 12 times. Again, anything that helps you track your progress is important because it gives you something visual that you can link to your child's progress and to their language development. The next tip on my list is to reinforce positive associations. And I've said this many times before, especially when it comes with language learning. You have to give children a positive association so that it motivates them to continue to want to learn Espanol. The same can be said like if you're losing weight. Like I'm a person, I do not like being on the machine like just like like a, like a hamster, like dando vueltas y vueltas y vueltas y vueltas like on a stationary bike. Like like that is just like not my idea of a good workout because I like to talk. I like to go to a class. I like to chismosear. I like to uh, be dancing, having fun. If I'm doing uh, a yoga class, I like it because it's more of a mental thing. Like I have to, I'm mentally challenged. You have to give yourself a reason to feel positive and to feel good about the outcome that you want. If you're trying to get out of debt, if you're trying to reduce your debt, then having a positive association with like every time you pay a bill, instead of being upset about how much you owe, maybe you reward yourself, jump up and down, like you do something that changes that negative association into a positive association so that your brain starts thinking, ooh, this feels good. Ooh, I like this. I want to do more of this, right? And when children are learning a language, you want to make sure that you praise them along the way. You praise their efforts and you don't always call out their mistakes. Sometimes I know we want to correct, 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 but you really want to praise their efforts. That's going to encourage them to continue wanting to speak the language, to stay motivated. They're also going to be more open to speak it and to engage with it if they know that even if they make a mistake, it's okay 
Because you're not going to scold them. No lo vas a corregir. No, no le vas a hacer dar pena. So we definitely want to make sure that we create that positive association with the language. Again, create a positive association with the language. You can create a positive association if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get out of debt, whatever it is that you want. Make sure that you give yourself some sort of positive connection to the outcome. The last tip that I'm going to recommend is to get support. And getting support in terms of creating habit is crucial. I mentioned accountability partners. And when I was creating my online course, I met with my account accountability partner every Saturday morning, like super early. We would meet like at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And we would meet for an hour. And it was basically like, this is what I got done. This is what I need to get done. And, and we just exchanged thoughts back and forth. And it was without her, without my accountability partner, I promise you, my course would not have been created. It is the same. If you're on a long journey, it's very difficult to do this alone. You can do it alone, sure. But everybody's personality is different. Some people have more willpower and have more motivation. And they're a little bit more independent and they can work on, on things by themselves and that's okay. Other people feed off of people. They need an accountability partner. They prefer to work in groups and that is okay too. Either way, it's beneficial when you have a support network. So if you're surrounded by people that are raising bilingual children, if you have playgroups, bilingual Spanish playgroups, if you attend cultural events with other like-minded families, if you're a part of an online community, like our community at Mi Legacy, where we're sharing tips, we're sharing struggles, where we're feeding off of each other. This is crucial in terms of helping you create those habits that you need in order to stay consistent, committed, and confident in your journey, whatever journey that is. It's so much easier to do things. It's so much easier to go to the gym and work out when your husband is perhaps your accountability partner and saying, okay, go to the gym. You have to go to the gym or let's go for a walk, or if you're working with like a financial coach or somebody that's going to help you get out of debt, knowing that you have to meet up with them and show your numbers, that's enough to get you moving, to get you motivated, right? So getting support, whatever that looks like for you. And what I will say is that many times it's best to get support outside the home. I know I mentioned about the husband, but sometimes it's better to get support with people that don't really know you because there is just less judgment. Because sometimes within our familias, they're like, oh, empiezan otra vez con la dieta, oh, otra vez con este proyecto, otra vez, you know? And it's like, okay, I don't need your criticism, I just need your support. And sometimes with strangers, with people that don't necessarily know you as well, it's easier to just be yourself because you know that they're not gonna be critical or as critical as sometimes our immediate friends and family may be. And again, I'll remind you that you can accomplish anything that you want to do. You really can. But it really depends on the habits that you create around those things that you want to accomplish. Building habits takes time and it takes consistency and you have to work on it on an ongoing basis. It's something that even if you're consistent for a year, for six months, you fall off the wagon it's hard to get back on, right? I was consistently going to the gym and working out and I fell and now it's like a little bit of a struggle to get back on. And that's okay. You have to give yourself grace and allow yourself to fall because sure, you're gonna fall, but get back up. Be patient with yourself. Adapt as you need to adapt along the way. And when it comes to raising our bilingual children, 
make adjustments along the way and as needed as long as you're you're committed that you you know what the long-term picture is for your family and for your child you can change and modify your habits as needed and find and stick to the things that work if you want to read a book about habits on how you can change your life based on your habits Atomic Habits is the book that I recommend. And again, you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash me legacy and get a free 30 day audible trial and you will get your free audiobook. Así que te lo recomiendo. Y nada, I hope that you have a great rest of the week. Remember, start small, stay consistent, and poquito a poquito, we, we can change the world. Un beso, un abrazo, te quiero, and I'll talk to you soon. Hasta la próxima. Chao, chao. Good habits have the power to change your life, and bad habits can prevent you from living the life that you want. Let's recap today's tips. 1. Start with small habits. 2. Make them obvious. 3. Set a regular schedule. 4. Use habit stacking. 5. Track your progress. 6. Reinforce positive associations. And seven, get support. Once again, you can get your free audible copy of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, by going to audibletrial.com forward slash mi legacy. Así que no te lo pierdas. Thank you for listening to the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. If you're a Latina mom or a multicultural mom raising bilingual, bicultural, multicultural kids and would like to be on our show, email me at jenny at thelatinamomlegacy.com. Let's connect, create, and carry on our heritage. For links and resources mentioned in our podcast, check out the show notes or visit thelatinamomlegacy.com. Like always, mil gracias, un beso, un abrazo, y hasta la próxima. Chao, chao. What do you want your legacy to be?